So in, when the uh, Buddha uh, taught his teaching, the essential focus or the essence of uh, what he wanted to convey was the teaching of the, what's called the Four Noble Truths, which, uh, which in, in short is the, um, was the uh, laying out of the, the transition, if you like, from the experience of what he called dukkha or suffering or unsatisfactoriness or the experience of discontent um, constriction, stress, limitation, and so on, to the movement from that to its opposite, the experience of, of peace, the taste of peace, liberation, freedom, um, the insight into what, uh, what do you call the amata dharma, the, that, the deathless or that which transcends the, the world of change, the world of impermanence as a realization, a direct realization here and now. So this, although the the teachings are very vast and very broad, um, the essence of what he pointed to again and again, and uh, one of his um, discourses with his disciples when he was in a a forest, he, he mentioned that his knowledge, the knowledge of a Buddha or an awakened one, he, he likened it to all the leaves on the trees in the, in, the, in the forest, very vast, very broad. But then he picked up a handful of leaves and then said, well, but this, you know, compared to all the knowledge of the Buddhas, the handful of, handful of leaves that I'm holding really was a, an analogy for the, the essence of the teaching which he felt were the most essential, the most important to apprehend or to understand. This experience, direct experience of freeing ourselves um, from, from this experience of dukkha, liberating the heart, liberating the jitta or the heart, the unlimited heart, realizing, recognizing the, the awakened, unlimited heart. So to, to bring this about, he taught a path, a way of bringing this about, a path that can be walked on, a path that can be lived, a path that can be um, deepened. And uh, this path is, uh, sometimes it gives the sense of moving from A to B through time and space, of going somewhere, and in one level that's true, but essentially it's a path that really reveals and deepens us ever more into, into presence, into awareness, into our true home. So the path is really only ever present, although we walk it in time and space. So, so if we can frame our practice um, holding lightly the sense of going somewhere in time and space, but really frame it with this understanding that we're deepening here and now in this presence, present time, here and now with how it is, so that we can work with how it, however it is, however things unfold, our work is only ever, our practice is only really ever here and now. In fact, that's kind of all there ever really is, is this present awareness, this present moment, even the perception 
of past and future is arising in this present awareness. So, so the path is really in the essence about learning to be more present, more here, more rooted in our awareness. However, there is that which hinders our capacity to do that. And so in teaching uh, the path, what was encouraged in the transmission of the teaching was that to trust that as we apply this activity of path, as we actually practice path, the path in and of itself or the activity of path breaks up that which obstructs and distorts our ability to rest in our heart, in our home, our deeper home of awareness, of being. So as we begin to unfold into the retreat, come into the retreat today, we'll be practicing moments of path activity. The Buddha went on to, or one can um, designate this path very simply, very broadly in three aspects. It's traditionally called, one can designate it in many different ways actually, but what is traditionally called uh, three aspects of sila, samadhi, panya, meaning sila, meaning ethics, how we live, uh, the, the appreciation of the causality, cause and effect. And the middle part of the path, samadhi, meditation, gathering of our energies, body, mind, heart, mental factors into awareness, samadhi, and then the fruit of the path, wisdom, panya, prajna, meaning wisdom or insight that liberates, liberates from identification. In many ways, this uh, middle aspect of the path, which we'll be cultivating today, samadhi is in some ways that which requires the most, is, is the most challenging. All aspects of the path have a, have a challenge within them. Um, but the samadhi, this meditative part of the path is the, is the part of the path that, that where we most directly begin to apprehend that which obstructs, that which uh, distracts, that which dilutes, that which um, pushes us and pulls us away from being rooted in the quality of awareness and presence. So before we even begin to, to explore uh, bringing about this aspect of path activity and actually practicing it during the day, I'd like to encourage a real quality of, of kindness and patience with how, with, as we meet ourselves, meet the momentum of the habits that we, that we experience as we sit without much distraction. You know, as we come into touch with the experience of our body, feeling the echoes from our life, it's not always easy to be with. In fact, it rarely is that easy to be with. So, um, so this attitude or placing or at the heart of our meditative attitude approach really establishing 
this quality of kindness, which means uh, welcoming, gentleness, um, softening, uh, softening through the body, softening the mind, allowing, being more patient with ourselves. This is a really important sort of cornerstone, really, of this practice of samadhi. Always, uh, this body often uh, feels a lot of stress, picks up a lot of stress in our daily life, and then when we sit, we will feel that. We'll feel tightness, the aches, the pains, the tiredness, the heaviness, the drag. Um, so, you know, just to soften and be gentle with that. Experience the, the, the chattering of the mind, the undigested momentum of our life, things that haven't been resolved, digested, res- uh, healed, that nag, that pull, that arise in the silence. Again, being patient. As, in some ways, as we digest, uh, and allow ourselves to settle in, in a very helpful way of looking at the practice of samadhi. It's usually translated as concentration, but actually perhaps a more helpful translation of this word or this activity of path is the activity of healing. The healing is meditative work one dimension of it, there's many dimensions to it, it's clarifying, it's training of attention, it's inquiry, but it's also fundamentally the practice of healing, integrating, digesting, resolving, letting go. Not necessarily through you know, trying to figure things out or do things, but through the power of just bringing awareness to how it is. In essence, the the, the gathering of samadhi or collectedness presence is the activity of bringing awareness, attentiveness to how it is. Uh, and that in and of itself, without having to figure ourselves out, fix everything, that in and, in and of itself has a very profound healing dimension to it. So we're trusting that this is the refuge refuge of Buddha, trusting, being aware, being present to how it is. So in a way, this is our our main work for today, is bringing awareness, attentiveness to body, breath, feeling tone, our experience, here and now, sounds, mind states. Gently, patiently bringing, again and again, quality of presence and just resting there resting in the presence, resting in the awareness. What we bring presence to, what we bring awareness to is called, this can be called many different things, um, but one one way we can um, bring what we bring in our experience to, we can put it in the template is, is a word called sankara, which means patternings, programmings, tendencies, the momentum, karmic momentum of our life, the, the, the patterning of how the body is, the shape, the feeling, the experience of body. It's called kaya sankara, the shape and pattern of the body. 
how we feel the body, both externally, how we experience the body, and then internally, how we experience the body as flow, pressure, sensation, pleasurable, painful, heavy, light. So bringing presence to this first uh, aspect of, of our experience, um, the second aspect of our experience, this, as we bring presence here, we notice what's called Vajisankara, the patterning, shaping of the mental activity. Thinking, perception, wandering, uh, cogitating, chewing over, um, speculating, uh, daydreaming. Uh, sort of, in a way, it's, it's quite hard to exactly apprehend thought because as soon as we, we bring attention there, it's, it's so elusive or ephemeral or somehow even empty, and yet it has a very powerful impact in shaping the sense of how we experience ourselves, thinking. Uh, so bringing awareness to is not thinking about, but being noticing perhaps the impression of the thought consciousness, the thinking consciousness, how we, how we feel that, the shape of it, the sense of self subtly that it brings up. Body, thinking, mental factor, and then a, a subtle sense of what's called the citta or the heart, the, the shaping of the heart, you know, how we feel ourselves to be almost. We feel light, expansive, uh, we, we feel hopeful, um, depressed, whatever feeling tone is there within what we might call the heart. All of this, you know, laying it out, naming a little bit some of the territory makes it sound complicated. Don't intend to do that because of simplicity of when we bring awareness is that we're bringing awareness to all of that. We might not designate it in those terms, but we bring awareness. We're aware of body sensation, mental impression, the feeling of the heart, the feeling of this felt sense of our experience of ourself being in a certain way. So the, these are the energies, if you like, the flows or the stream of energy of our being, of our self, of our body, the streams of energy, and then the healing, the bringing of awareness, bringing into harmony, the, 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 the capacity of samadhi is to bring awareness, to touch, to infuse into these streams of energy this quality of presence kindly, patient, attentiveness. So this, the simplicity of, of the practice is again and again just bringing this quality of awareness, infusing awareness, if you like, presence, noticing attentiveness, through and within the streams of this, the, 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 the streams of our energy, this experience of 
of whatever is here for us here and now. The feeling of me being this body, this thought process, this feeling tone. You know, as, as little by little as we do this, then some gathering, this, this word samadhi, some gathering of these energies, body, mind, heart energies begin to happen, gathering within the awareness, some healing, some integration, some digestion, some focus, some clarity begins gently, slowly to emerge. But, you know, as I said, it's patient, patient, patient work, so little by little. So two aspects that can help us really, really uh, bring this aspect of path activity about in terms of a gentle, patient training of attention, of awareness. Uh, One, the Buddha laid out in the in the uh, encouragement of this cultivation of samadhi is called the capacity to to train, if you like, where we hold attention, how we hold attention. And usually, our attention is is uh, you know, tends to follow the pathway of where we think or where the intention of the mind goes into the future. Quality of attention goes there into into a worry, our attention goes there, into a a project or a plan, uh, into something that was disappointing to us or difficult for us. Our attention tends to be pulled into where the habit of thinking, uh, where we kind of, it's like where where we've been a bit stuck or where things haven't been resolved or where we might be going in the future. So sort of like the tension sort of skits around like this. Yeah, just moving, connecting to different places. And so the, the training of samadhi, this middle aspect of path activity, encouragement, again with kindness, with gentleness, not with a, you know, not bashing ourselves, but with kindness and attentiveness, gentleness to encourage. The Buddha says, uh, talks about withdrawing with the the attention from the what do you call the the covetousness, the hankering, and the disappointment for the world? In his uh, uh, teaching on the foundations of mindfulness, I find this um, helpful because often we can get very spend a lot of energy uh, being uh, upset about how the world is, <laughs> disappointed about how the world is, or ourselves, or others. or hankering for something, hankering, hankering, longing, called longing and dejection for the world. It's it's possible to hang out in those places a lot and use a lot of energy there, and it's not to say that perhaps there isn't wise response in relationship to the disappointments of the world, but in terms of training samadhi, there's a particular way that we, for now, not as a perhaps an end in itself, but for now we train attention to, to let go, to, to withdraw from its preoccupations. 
This is a, a skill we can actually learn, and it is, a, it is a skill because naturally the habit will go to worry or preoccupation. Um, so this, this gentle, kindly skill, bringing, you know, as, as we find ourselves preoccupied, worrying about um, our bank balance, worrying about our relationships, worrying about our work, worrying about um, the bigger issues which are big enough um, to completely overwhelm any of us. <laughs> uh, just uh, when we notice that, just very gently, very patiently, being encouraging attention, the second aspect that, that is taught to help in, in bringing about this uh, cultivation of samadhi, is bringing attention to something we can really be with here and now. And, and for that, we can work with the body and breath, breath within the body. So this encouragement, um, one way of bringing attention that, that engages this quality of kindness, patience, gentleness, without judging ourselves, oh God, look, I'm off thinking about this again, worrying about that again, just to gently bring up the question, uh, how is it now? What's, what's present for you now? Yeah, so it's an inquiry, it's a, it's, it has a, an invitation in it. It invites the attention to be interested with how it is now. Rather than how you should be, or what a bad meditator you are, or the ideal of being perfectly still and calm and peaceful. And it's quite not like that, so we struggle um, and then create a war zone. You know, so this gentle, how is it now? How is it now? How is it now? Oh, sleepy, distracted, resistant, bored, fed up worried, oh my God, what have I signed into? <laughs> Can I get an emergency note from home? <laughs> you know, so okay, <laughs> that's how it is on the first morning. Oh boy, that was an early bell. <laughs> um, you know, so that's how it is. So that's where we bring our awareness. Gently, patiently, we receive that. That's it. We work there, not with the ideal, not with how it was last retreat. So bringing, bringing, encouraging, if you like. How is it now? Well, the body is like this. So in this inquiry, how is it now? There's encouragement to find the body, to find the breath breath within the body, the body within the breath. One way we can really help uh, find ourselves, bring awareness is to deepen the breath and taking a deeper breath. You really feel the breath energy as it comes into the body. And then as, as you breathe out, 
allowing the body to relax a bit more on the out-breath, softening on the out-breath through the body, the jaw, the shoulders, the palms of the hands, down through the torso, the belly, softening the belly, down through the legs, soles of the feet. And then taking a deepening breath, a few breaths, just feeling, slowing, deepening the breath. And as you do so, you can feel the expansion, the subtle energy of the breath entering through the lungs, filling the body. There's a pleasure in that, actually. It can be a pleasure in that, feeling the pleasure of the breath. And then again, as you breathe out, just softening, relaxing. The places where we're holding in the body and in the mind. So as a way of beginning, the encouragement again and again through the day, this training, this gentle training of withdrawing attention from its preoccupations, from its worries, from our concerns, from our anxiety about the future, our dread, our speculation, our upsets about what's the past. So gently again and again, remembering to, we can acknowledge, yes, that's there, that's all there. How is it now? <coughs> Encouraging the attention with this kindly invitation, rather than get to the breath, you hopeless meditator, you. <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you? <laughs> doesn't work too well (laughs) as a long-term strategy. (laughs) So gently, how is it now? Using this question, this invitation, what what am I with now? What am I present for now? What can can I be present for now? Maybe I can't be present for very much because it's actually quite difficult to be present for very much. But can I be present just with the subtle, the the sensation of the breath, say just at the nostrils? The the body just feels like too much of a difficult territory altogether. Just too much complex feeling tone, maybe. So just being with as much of what we can be with that is possible, that's negotiable, that we can, we're not forcing or creating stress or extra stress in our system. Can I just be with the sensation of the, the inhalation and the exhalation at the, at the nostrils, say, for example? And if we can, if we feel we can, then as we relax a bit more with how it is, perhaps, as I said, taking a, a few deepening breaths to just ground, ground our awareness in the body, in the present. not getting too snagged as we feel into how it is now with, with, with what, you know, with why am I feeling this or what can I do about it or the mental activity, but just highlighting or bringing to the forefront this quality of the breath experience, 
however you feel the breath. We can feel it as expansion, contraction. We can feel it as vibration. We can feel it as sensation. We feel it as an energetic experience. Feeling the breath in the body. Remembering in the, the encouragement of the steps of the training of mindfulness, awareness, attentiveness, remembering as we feel the breath to be sensitive to the body. Gentleness, gentleness, patience kindliness. As we're sensitive, experience the body, we'll probably begin to feel places where there's holding. So we can adjust, you know, we might feel, as we feel the body, we might feel into the posture. How do we need to adjust a little bit so we can get a sense of holding the body in a more comfortable way? maybe lengthening a little through the spine, maybe dropping a little more down through the shoulders, maybe softening a little more down through the belly, maybe resting a bit more in our seat, feeling the ground beneath us. So being sensitive, experiencing, being with to the best of our ability, with the body, with the breath. If we can, feeling the whole pathway of the breath. To the best of our ability. 
just this encouragement on the exhalation to just a little bit more let go or soften around the holding in the body. So so there's a sort of a a gentle softening through the body or relaxation. Well, the Buddha encouraged experiencing, sensitizing to the body, and then with the breath, calming, calming the body, body formation, mental formation, heart formation, this sankara, the patternings, the momentum, the shapes, the karma that we experience from our life here and now, the, the effect of all that's gone before. We're not trying to work it out, do anything, change anything, but we're just being infusing awareness, presence, using the breath to help guide awareness, attentiveness into, to, to suffuse through our present experience.
So today, as we arrive into the retreat, make this transition from our daily life into this retreat experience. Just encouraging very simply to be present as much as we can here and now, bringing awareness to our experience using this inquiry, how is it now? What are you present for? What can you be present for? And then as we come into contact, bringing this quality of kindness, patience with how it is. Finding the body, finding the breath. And just working, practicing with this uh, being as fully as we can with the body and breath. Using the breath as an ally, as a friend, to guide attention, to root attention within awareness, within the body, within the present. Gently training attention to disengage from worry, anxiety, speculation about the future, chewing and procrastinating and dreads over what's gone in the past, hankering or longings, rooting, rooting more and more into our awareness, into our heart, into our home ground here and now, with the breath, with the body, gentleness, with kindness, patience.